You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. You hit the subscribe button, you hit the follow button, you won't miss an episode. You'll get updated as soon as we upload every day, especially if you hit the notify button on YouTube. All the likes and comments we appreciate and read when we can. Sometimes we get some gems, and that might be a future segment on the show, but today, James... Our focus needs to be on Jesse Bates. Tyler Dragon, who many of you may remember from his days in the, at the Cincinnati Enquirer covering the Bengals, reporting for USA Today that Jesse Bates does not intend to participate in OTAs, which is not surprising, but also <laughs> doesn't intend to attend training camp or play on the franchise tag. And James, to me... This is a bit surprising, this revelation. Now, this could just be a negotiating play. This could be a means to pressure the Bengals before push comes to shove to say, hey, look, if you don't do this, I'm not going to come to camp and I'm going to go public with it. The the -hmm. source was anonymous, but you can assume it was probably from his agent or camp and could just be, like I said, a, a pressuring tactic. But if he follows through on it, he's potentially forfeiting or risking eight digits of money of guaranteed money and, and playing a game of chicken with an owner who let Carson Palmer retire until an offer he couldn't refuse came on the table to trade him. And so I think that's a risky game that Jesse Bates will be playing there. If, if he chooses to follow through on the threats. That's what he's been doing though. Honestly. I mean, that's what Jesse Bates has been doing with his agent, David Mulligetta. It's not like there wasn't a contract offer on the table last year and they didn't get close. The two sides didn't get close. Uh, we've talked about Mulligetta. This dude wants Jesse Bates to get paid and not just get paid like top five safety money. Probably wants him to be the highest paid safety or the second highest paid safety in the NFL. And the Bengals are probably looking around like, we're not doing that. We're not going to give you X amount guaranteed. And it's it's tough because you hope in these situations that there's a happy medium because I think the Bengals are certainly better with Jesse Bates, goes without saying. You drafted this guy. You developed this guy. He's entering his prime age years-wise. You know, 24, 25. Well, he's 25 now. He just turned 25 years old. He's younger than Joe Burrow. I mean, this dude, ready to go, right? And, and should be hitting his stride. Probably going to become a pro bowler. Probably going to become one of these high-end players. Hopefully a first-team all-pro. Hasn't happened yet. But here's the, the, the thing with Bates. He's saying all of these things right behind the scenes and his camp is doing that he's coming off of his worst season and that's the part that that is and i get he was great in, in the 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 postseason i understand his teammates love him i understand he's a captain and he's a big part of that worst season that matters season low in tackles season low in uh passes defense or or, or career low in, in passes defense career low in interceptions all of those things Career lows, right? In in fact, in some of the, the postseason interceptions, had more interceptions in the postseason than he did in the regular season. 
that shouldn't happen for obvious reasons. So that's the part of it that is interesting to me from Bates. I'm not shocked at this report. Didn't expect him at OTAs this week. As far as training camp, I still think that's a we'll see. Because it's one thing for David Mulligetta and that side of things um, to say this now. And it might not have been David. It might have been someone else in Bates's camp to leak this to Tyler Dragon. It's a whole other thing for him to actually not show up in late July when the pads start. When Joe, when you see clips of Joe Burrow and clips of Mike Hilton and clips of Dax Hill in company. Because if he wants that long-term deal, sitting out is probably not the best way to get it done, whether it's with the Bengals or elsewhere. So we'll, we'll see what happens here. But I would be surprised if week one, Jesse Bates is nowhere to be found. That would be a shocker to me, even though this report is out there today. But this is the first time he's threatened to not play. He said he didn't want to play on the franchise tag. But as far as I recall, and correct me if I'm wrong, he's never said, I'm not going to come to mandatory activities. I'm not going to play on the franchise tag. I don't think, yeah, I I don't think so. But he hasn't said this either, right, technically. So that's that's the part, is, is this... Much like when he hired David Mulligetta, and I'm sure there was plenty of conversations. I'm going to get you the best deal. I got Justin Simmons uh, taken care of in Denver. It got a little ugly for a bit, but we got that deal done. I'm going to get you done. He fires his old agent, gets this new agent, and is like, oh, I'm going to get a deal done. Is this just the agent saying, look, it's going to get a little ugly here, but we're going to get it done? Because I don't think Jesse Bates is sitting at his house right now saying – oh, I'm not going to camp or I'm not going to be out there week one if I don't get a deal done. I just, I don't think that's in his makeup. You understand, like that's so hard for these guys to do, especially when, and you mentioned it, it's almost $13 million that he's risk, risking and, and could potentially lose in the heart of his prime. And I get it. It's a one-year deal. Players don't love the franchise tag. No player loves the franchise tag, but it's top of the market money. It is just for one year. You're going to really pass that up, risk that? I I would be surprised if uh, if Jesse doesn't blink at some point. And I think the Bengals, and we can get into the Bengals in a bit, uh, I would be surprised if they just gave in to, to Bates' threats here. Yeah, and I think the thing for Bates in a franchise, I use a second-round pick. There's no fourth-year option for second-round picks that gives out that. I mean, he's made a lot of money, and I'm sure he's had endorsements on the side. I'm sure he's doing fine for money mm-hmm. for a 25-year-old, right? But this is a life-changing payday. And so, yes, I understand that you want that long-term security. You want a little more guaranteed money than $12 million. Well, in in this case, a lot more than $12 million, right? But say it's $35 million versus $12, that's a lot more money. That's three times as much money. You're 13 to 39 or whatever it is. Um, But turning down the franchise tag year, which – I think I agree would be surprising because it's just a lot of money to leave on the table for a 25-year-old who's, again, making life-changing money. There's always a risk that you go back and and you – I guess he thinks he would get a long-term deal even if he sits out a year. But there's a risk you get hurt and then you never get the money. And that's the the challenging thing for a guy like Bates. And I, of course, want to see the guy get paid. But it is complicated and it is a business. And the franchise tag, well, 
probably needs a look in the next CBA, probably will get a look in the next CBA, at least does pay, as you mentioned, James, top of market money. And so we'll see. This this does suggest that these parties will have to come back to the negotiating table and try mm-hmm. to work something out. And that means the Bengals will have to figure out what they're willing to offer to try to get a deal done, or if they're content to let Jesse Bates stay true to his word. And if they believe him, do they try to trade him? So there are a lot of things to consider from the Bengal side. And you're right, James. Maybe we should talk about that in a little bit more depth coming up next. But first, a word from Built Bar, because look, it's almost like a damn Snickers commercial right now, but it's with uh, a healthier option that tastes much, much better. And I'm talking about Built Bars because Jesse Bates probably a little hangry right now. David Mulligetta, Katie Blackburn, the Bengals side as well. Both sides a little hangry. They, they need to get on that Built Bar plan. Don't you agree, Jake? I think they should get on the Built Bar plan because it's the number one protein bar on the planet. And whether you're a professional athlete like Jesse Bates, a professional agent, or you work in an NFL front office, you're going to get hungry throughout the day. You're going to want to have a healthier option. Built Bar offers that. And right now they have birthday cake puffs. They just released. I've had one each day since I got my box delivered last week. Birthday cake puffs. 16 grams of protein, 150 calories, only 9 grams of sugar, and it tastes like birthday cake, covered it in 100% white chocolate. Check them out right now at Built.com. They have a ton of different flavors, and you can get 15% off right now. Like If you're balling on a, ba- uh, balling on a budget like Jesse Bates, waiting for that big-time contract, well, you just got to use promo code LOCK15. Jesse, you can get 15% off right now. Promo code LOCK15 at Built.com. Secret is built bars to get Jesse Bates back into the building. That's that's what we're saying. So, you know, the Bengals can, they, they know. I cracked the code. Is. I cracked the code. Yeah, we'll get a built bar vending machine in there that has the locked on Bengals, Bengals logo on it. And we'll uh, we'll get this entire team squared away. I think that's a damn good idea. Built bar vending machine. Look at that. But for free for the players because the Bengals no longer charge their players for Gatorade. Oh, right? no. We- yeah, well, we're charging the Bengals to put it in there, but it's right. it's a healthier option for the Bengals. Yeah, right. Better than but, giving but for them the players whatever. free built bars. And that's what's important. Now, before we get to the team stuff, James, yep. I do want to really quick because this is all over Twitter. Like this happened right before we started recording, and the reaction from fans, yep, I guess is predictable, but I'm still disappointed. You're mad at Jesse. Yeah. Some people are saying just trade him. Some people mm-hmm. are saying if he doesn't want to be here, good riddance. And and that's the part I don't get. So I don't think that it's fair to say Jesse Bates doesn't want to be with his team, mm-hmm. with his teammates at op- optional activities. He just wants a contract. And so you can nitpick over the contract for sure. And we've done that. We've talked about the agent and the history. But if you Google Jesse Bates right now, the other websites that have picked up the syndicated article from Tyler mm-hmm. Dragon, the, the USA Today partners that have picked mm-hmm. it up, the headline is not Jesse Bates isn't going to show up. The headline is Bates and the Bengals are far apart. And that's the other part of this. If they're still far apart, This isn't all Jesse Bates and Jesse Bates agents fault. This is 
somewhere in the middle of those things, probably, probably some of it on the team, making the arguments that you made in our first segment, James, that he didn't have mm-hmm. a great regular season, even though yep. he was fantastic in the playoffs and made game-winning plays in the playoffs. And he's been up and down throughout his career. And you listen to the team last year, you know, these are the things they said. But I just think, you know, the folks that are saying get rid of him because he doesn't want to be here mm-hmm. is is not fair to Jesse Bates. If you're saying trade him because you don't think the deal's going to get done, that to me a, a more reasonable take. If you just believe that the Bengals are never going to pay the guaranteed money or never going to pay the contract Jesse Bates is working looking for, and, and you think they can get a decent return, I, I think that's fine. But this idea of a discount or Jesse Bates is being selfish and all these things, like, let's, I, I don't know. I've said this a lot of times, so I'm on a soapbox, but I, I don't side with the billionaire instead of the millionaire in any case. And, and so that's where I'm at on it. Sure. I'm not going to rip Jesse Bates because he wants to get paid. I'm also... I also think that there are a lot of people that make professional decisions based on money instead of happiness. And so if Jesse's happy in Cincinnati, look around because T Higgins is better than you. Jamar Chase is better than you. Joe Burrow is better than you. The Bengals probably shouldn't have paid Joe Mixon, but he was a good soldier and guess what? He got paid. And so going this route might not work. You know, going the disgruntled player route, especially when they, guess what? They just drafted a safety in the first round. Who would probably make you look better? But that's uh, that's here for, you know, that's a point for another day. Um, no, it's not Jesse Bates' fault. We all do this, right? We all want to get paid more um, th- than we do. And we all negotiate and we all are willing to go elsewhere. And, and I've done it. You've done it. We've all switched jobs and roles and stuff. And so anyone that rips Bates for that is a hypocrite. I actually know for a fact he does want to be in Cincinnati, point blank. So this idea that he doesn't want to be in Cincinnati, well, that's dumb. He does. But can they find common ground? And that's the part of it, right? Is is Jesse Bates' agent and is Bates, are they open to lowering their asking price, especially from last summer when they were clearly still far apart? And then he had a the worst season of his career. Are the Bengals willing to up the offer a bit to to sweeten it, to get it done with the salary cap rising and the odds of it in a couple years being a steal of a deal versus what it is, would it be now, which would probably be a market deal, right? A top five safety contract, which is what I would imagine uh, would be reasonable and, and something that they should offer, right? The $15 million range um, per year. And again, there's guaranteed dollars and all of those things. And so that's the thing to me. Is Bates doing this? What is that going to do to the Bengals front office? What are they doing right now? Are they like, ah, we knew this was coming. Are they like, are you serious? You want to do this? You're going to act this way. Joe Mixon, his contract year, guess what? He was still at camp. He was nursing different things and dealing with headaches and stuff. And he was basically a hold in. He didn't say it like that. It wasn't like TJ Watt, but he wasn't really practicing hard. (laughs) But he was a hold in, and he reported. Are things so ugly now that that can't happen between both sides, or can they come together? Can Bates be a hold in potentially? He doesn't need to practice a tender in camp. I'm not really worried about that, but I want him here. And so that's the part of it that I I think is is really interesting from the Bengals' side. How will they – 
take this report? Are they willing to go to the negotiating table right now? Or do you, and I don't think that, that this would actually happen, but do you slam the clipboard down in anger and just walk out and say, fine, well, <laughs> we're moving on, you know, and you're just frustrated. I, and I don't think they act, they react that way, but what is their reaction to this? And it may be as simple as a shrug. We've been here, done that. But uh, the Bengals side of it is interesting because I'm sure they believe they offered Bates a fair deal last summer. And if Bates' asking price hasn't come down at all, well, do you think his stock is up after the 2022 season or 2021 season? The Bengals stock is up, but you look at it now, more guys need to get paid. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's tougher for the path, I think, on the Bengals side of things. Um, especially with Bates coming off of his worst season. Yeah, he did have that great playoff run, though. And I think that that matters. The first Super Bowl it run does. in decades. You know, I think that that matters, too. And I think that the other thing that's going to be interesting that the front office needs to consider is how does this affect the team and the culture of the team? We just talked to Mike Hilton last week. We asked him about Jesse Bates, and we heard DJ Reader. Talk about Jesse Bates and both of those guys, you know, they said they understand it's a business. They also said they're friends with Jesse Bates and they want to see him get paid. Mike Hilton's been stumping for a Jesse Bates extension since he came back on and, and said into the microphone, extend Jesse Bates after one of his press conferences last year. So he's long been a supporter and we've talked a lot about the culture of this team. And I understand that the contract stuff doesn't necessarily directly tie in with the culture, right? But if he's not there, Joe Burrow mm-hmm. talks to the media tomorrow as we record this because we're recording on Monday night. Joe Burrow is going to get asked, hey, what do you think about Jesse Bates threatening to not come to training camp? And the defensive players are going to get asked the same question. Mm-hmm. And they're going to tell the media one thing, but I'm sure they're thinking something a little bit different. They're going to be supporting their friend, And they're also going to have to get ready as a team for another season as they try to get back to a Super Bowl. And these guys think that Jesse's an important piece of that. So, you know, the Bengals front office, I think, has a lot to navigate here as they consider the pros and cons of a few million dollars a year here, a few million dollars a year there, and, and how much they're willing to give up if the money is that disagreeable for them. Mm -hmm. And, that's some challenging decision-making I think they have to make. For sure. But ultimately, since Joe Burrows came to Cincinnati, right? So he's drafted first overall pick 2020. What have the Bengals done? They've been aggressive in free agency that offseason, aggressive in free agency, aggressive in free agency this past offseason, all three years. They've spent, they've spent, they've spent. And so the narrative that, and not that you're saying this, but that like T Higgins who came in the same draft class or Logan Wilson, same draft class or Joe Burrow, they're going to look at that and be like, Oh, well, why didn't Jesse get paid? The Bengals have been damn near perfect in their who were paying, who were not And there are exceptions. I'm not saying that, but since Burrow got here. And so you can't keep everybody. And that's how this seems to be pointing to me is you're not going to be able to keep everyone and damn it Bates wants to get paid and he's got a guy that's going to make sure he gets paid in his corner and the Bengals well they have a, a trio that they're going to want to pay on offense and they're going to have to uh you know pay probably at least one linebacker on defense it's, it's just it, it's a balancing act and um 
you knew some of these guys were going to get away and it's just which ones and, and Bates, I think there's a chance now more, more so than there was even a month ago that he does get away and that he doesn't sign a long-term deal here in Cincinnati. You want to continue this? Is there anything you want to add? I think we could, can, we could talk about it a little bit more, but the, the veterans were back at camp too. So we'll hit on that as well. And I think that's what we can do to wrap up in just a minute. But first, a word from Rock Auto, because you want reliability with your automobile. You don't want to go out there sweating in the summer sun in Cincinnati. I know it's not summer yet, but it feels like summer in Cincinnati right now. You don't want to be sweating it as you turn that car on, right? Is it going to start? Is it going to not start? What are we going to – are you going to get out and push it? Are you going to have to eat a built bar to give you the strength to do so? You want to stay on the road, and rockauto.com can keep you on the road for less. I've used them. You should, too. Don't pay up to 30 50 even 100% more for the same car parts that you're going to get at the big box store, at the dealership, when you can go to rockauto.com. They've been in the business for decades, and they're going to save you money with high-end quality auto parts for your car truck, whether it's something as simple as a filter, wiper blades, uh, anything like that, or maybe you need a fuel pump and it's something a little more serious, tie rod ends, whatever it is, if you're a do-it-yourselfer or just someone that wants to save a little money, you could go to rockauto.com and get a bunch of quality parts right now. So go there now, rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car or truck and be sure to write locked on. And they're, how did you hear about us, Buck, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. James, I think the last angle on the Jesse Bates thing is the the trade possibility. Mm -hmm. Because they do have that chip. There are teams that could probably use his services if they wanted to go that route. I wonder if the compensation would be what they would want. Actually, there's two more angles. That's one. The other one is how far apart are they? But I wonder if there's compensation that, that would match what they want. Bleacher Report had a seven trade scenarios from Alex Dumb. K uh, Dumb. a few, a, a week ago or so. And yep. it, it suggested a second round pick from the Eagles. Yeah. Dumb. By the so way, what do you I, think the Bengals were, are looking for? You think it's a first round pick? You think Mick Patrick is I, no, like the, the reference point? Sure. But I, I think a second rounder. No, you're playing this year, Jesse. We we can get a second rounder anytime. That 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 that's the message. I promise you, it's not. We're not trading you for a second rounder. We're not going to wheel and deal for a pick that's not going to help us this year. Um, look, we have one of the best rosters in the NFL, and arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. And that's what they would say, of course. Come help us win a Super Bowl, and if you want to get paid next off season, we'll figure it out. But th- that's it. I think that would be the message. I don't think they would blink. I think it would be. Very simple. If, if the second rounder. Now, if you get into that first round territory, I think it changes things some, no doubt about it. But I would be shocked if they even did anything but slam the phone down or laugh if a team called and said, hey, we'll offer you our 2023 second round pick for Jesse Bates. I guess, I guess I'm thinking if push comes to shove, shove and they're trying to just get some compensation, what would they be looking for? Because a second rounder, if it's early for a safety, is probably early. What do you mean early? You, early you don't in the know second about. round. But you don't know. Well, yeah, but you can. if it's the Texans, you can probably say that's going to be a top 10 in the second round pick. 
you, you get the idea. Sure. Th- they would have to make an assessment, right? And and so I wonder what their price tag would be. Uh, probably immaterial. I don't think that a trade is terribly likely, but I, I didn't think that he would threaten to sit out the year either before today. I think the other thing is how far apart are they? We've speculated previously that looking at other safety deals that this particular agent has negotiated and some trends in free agency this offseason, that it could just be the guaranteed money being the issue for the Bengals and Jesse Bates. But it could be more than that. It could be that they're offering him $10 million instead of $14 million, and maybe $14 million is enough to get the deal done. I doubt they would come in lower than the franchise tag, but if, no. if they're truly not close – it makes you wonder where the acceptable number is. And I don't think we're ever going to know. We're going to keep speculating about this probably. If he's asking for 15, 16, 17 million, oh. one of those, the Bengals is never going to, are never going to get to And One of them, maybe they would. And I wish we knew which one it was. Well, we're, we are going to know if a deal doesn't get done from Bates' camp. That, that'll come out. It'll be like, yeah. Because that's the next thing, right? Because Bates is becoming a little bit more of a villain now based on, and I haven't looked at social media, but I think most fans react that way, even though yes. we, we haven't necessarily done that. Um, so the next thing is, man, they're only offered me $10 million per. And I'm not saying that's what they did, right? But but you frame it in a way, and that could come out during camp, right? He didn't sh- doesn't show up for camp. Why didn't he show up from camp? And, and one of these national writers are, will have it, and that'll be it, right, where we, it's very set. And yeah, so that we, would be my prediction. We, we hear from the agents on this stuff all the time. And, and we've heard all along that they're not close. Every time we've heard about, like, are they close, quote, unquote, it's been they're not close. And so that's coming very likely from one side. The report today, very likely coming from one side. And very likely a negotiating tactic because worst case, I guess, like he he eventually can come back for week one to collect his guaranteed money. I guess yep. July 15th is a, is a deadline. So, well, well, well that's, a, that's the deadline. But yeah, he could hold out and then just come back um, and skip camp altogether just because and then yeah. show up for week one. And, and then... That puts the team, you want to talk about culture? I mean, that's the ultimate yeah. disruption, honestly, is, is doing that. And I don't know if he'll do that, but um, whew, that, that's that's certainly one of those things um, that, that, that could throw a wrench into it. And, man, I just – if I'm the Bengals, here would be my strategy, Jake. If I'm the Bengals, and I don't know how much of this is allowed, not allowed, I would do it – I, I think it's a lie. You can call your player. I would try to talk to Jesse. Like, man, what the hell do you, what do you want? And, and not like that, of course. Like, what the hell do you want? Like, we we like you. You like it here. You want to win here. We want to win with you here. Let's get this done, right? There's the story. I've referred to it a couple times on this podcast. TJ Watt just walks right up uh, to, oh, what was it? Kevin Colbert's office. Uh, or, or maybe it was one of the Rooney's offices uh, last offseason when he was holding in for uh, with the Steelers. And he's like, nope, deal done, because the agent was pushing for more. At some point, there's got to be a common ground here. Ultimately, that's how I feel, because I think Bates is a reasonable person. I also think his agent 
wants to get like he prides himself on just getting paid man you want to talk about the most money ever okay well it's like oil and water when you're talking about the way the bengals structure things and this agent that's gotten Deshaun watson the most guaranteed money in nfl history that a lot of owners across the league are like oh my god what did the browns do right so that's the part of it can you find common ground and uh i'm not ripping the agent by the way i'm not ripping mulligetta because he's really good at what he does but that's why I think there's probably a significant gap in between these two as of now. And uh, just real quick on the trade thing. What did the Bengals want for AJ McCarron? Yeah. Not just a three, a two and a three. And part of that's interdivision and all that stuff. They knew AJ McCarron wasn't all that, right? They knew, even though people in Cincinnati said it factor, it factor, it factor. Well, it tick doesn't matter. He wasn't all that. And so, um, the fact that they asked for that, I just I would be shocked if a second got it done. I saw that article last week, and I'm not knocking the author or anything. I just I know the Bengals too well. I would be floored if that happens, and I'll eat my words if it does happen. If they traded him for a second round, right, right. Well, before we get out of here, James Joe Burrow was on Twitter uh, as we wrap up the Jesse Bates conversation. Joe Burrow taking snap from Ted Karras. If you're watching on YouTube, we've got a very small version of the photo for you to take a gander at. These were tweeted out of of course today so you can see them there joe burrow taking reps at practice wearing his orange protected quarterbacks jersey as they ramp up into phase two of the offseason program and to me james the the only thing that i really thought about when i saw these photos today was boy it sure is nice to see some good wholesome joe burrow practicing doing football activities action not wearing a knee brace as some some other fans pointed out in replies to my quote tweet of the bengals and it's just Twitter. Twitter's been a minefield lately with fans talking trash to one another and, and really a race to the bottom in many cases. And uh, I, I get the, I get why that happens, but not not super enjoyable for me. So this, by contrast, super enjoyable for me and excited mm-hmm. for more of this the next few weeks as the Bengals go through their offseason program. No doubt about it. It's exciting. Excited to, to hear from Burrow. We'll have clips on Wednesday's show that'll drop Tuesday night uh, from what Joe Burrow said. We'll react to that. We'll have more on Bates if we hear anything. So it's uh, suddenly we went from no news to Bates watch Burrow set to talk and a little bit of football to talk about. I mean, look at that Ted Karras in front of Joe Burrow. I, I like the look of that one. That's, that's pretty good. I mean, that guy, he should have wore his Super Bowl rings, Ted Karras on that right hand as he stabbed the Joe Burrow uh, kind of foreshadowing. That'd be kind of cool, huh? We'll find out if Dax Hill can pick off Joe Burrow as he's going to be thrust into the starting rotation, I imagine, where Jesse Bates would normally align. So Dax Hill, foresight from the Bengals, just in case things go south with these safeties, you better draft some somebody or two or three, depending on what you think of Cam Taylor Britt. Uh, he's a corner. And don't do that. Don't do that. Don't feed look, it. I, I'm just saying they got versatile pieces. You know, if, the, if they need them, they got him. God, the, these guys are going to get Dax Hill specifically more early first team reps than they otherwise would have for the yeah. next few weeks into training camp. If things go the way they're trending with Jesse Bates. So something to watch as well, of course, but The big headline, as you said, James, we hear from Joe Burrow tomorrow, so it'll be great to hear from the team's franchise quarterback for the first time in a press conference since after the Super Bowl. So we'll have 
all the updates from Joe Burrow's presser and any other notes we get from the Bengals offseason program coming your way tomorrow. Until then, Bengals fans, who day and have a good one.